guys, you're listening to Unfiltered Adulting. I'm Kat. And I'm Jamie. And we're cousins from Sydney, Australia. I live in London. And I've actually never left the country. Now, this podcast came about as we noticed we were spending hours each week discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly of this wild ride we call life. So we decided we would share our conversations in an unfiltered way and let you all know that you're not alone. Join the conversation by following our Instagram at Unfiltered Adulting Podcast. And tune in each week for fresh topics, real stories, and hot tips on surviving adulthood from two girls still figuring it out. Just a little disclaimer before we start, though. Everything in this podcast is based on our opinion and not fact. For adults 18 and over. So we encourage you to seek professional advice if you are struggling physically, mentally or emotionally. Shall we get started? Let's get into it. It's episode one. We are so excited, guys. We have been working on this podcast for so long and we just want it to be finally done it. Yeah. We we hope that you guys love it. Thanks for tuning in already. Yes. (laughs) And also don't forget to follow our Instagram at unfiltered adulting podcast because that's where you actually can have a say at you know, what you think about the topics that we're talking about. How we want to structure this is each week we will have a different topic and, yeah, we'll have a fair few questions that we'll talk about and go from there. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll start off with a couple of questions and then finally um, you'll be able to have your say. Uh, today we have reached out to our own social media accounts um, and got their opinion on our current topic. Um, But eventually you'll be able to, you know, answer some um, polls and things and we'll share your responses um, with the rest of the world. Yeah. Now this one might be a bit, you know, we're just playing it by ear, but the next few podcasts I think will flow a lot better because we're, we're still trying to get our groove on, but um, (laughs) yeah. Today I, you'll be here every step of the way for us. Yeah, from day one. You, you guys are our day ones. Now, our first topic that we wanted to talk about, because our podcast is called Unfiltered Adulting, is all about what it actually means to be an adult. So the first question was, you know, what does it mean to be an adult and when do you become an adult? So, Jay, what would you say in terms of that question? I think that kind of poses like another question of like, are you an adult when you turn 18 or maybe when you finish school, when you start working, like, is it a moving out thing? And I think for me personally, um, I definitely felt like an adult when I finished school and when I was at like uni and things like that. But Mm. the biggest thing for me that actually kind of dawned on me that like, wow, you are an adult. I think it started when I like went traveling um, around Europe a few years ago, I was away for about nine weeks here, there, and everywhere. And I think that kind of was like, mm, yeah, you are independent. You are an adult. I think that independence—that's a um, good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think definitely when you do move out, I I have moved out, and I'm I'm actually back at home with my parents at the moment, just to give you guys a bit of an idea. Um, only temporarily, hopefully. But um, yeah, when I did move out, I do feel like that is a bit of a turning point um, of independence because you've really just got to figure out, you know, what you're eating, when you're sleeping, uh, just there's just a whole bunch of things that you've got to think about. Yeah. And you've got to be responsible. I remember having a conversation as well a little while ago with one of my old flatmates and I, I remember saying to her like, oh, is it really bad if I eat ice cream for dinner? And she just kind of turned to me and went, you're an adult. You can eat whatever you want. And isn't that the weird oh thing? That, that is so like, weird. Like, I was like, oh my God, can I eat anything that I want? Like, yeah. And we can just do whatever. Like, as an adult, you can do yeah, whatever. Definitely. So I follow this guy on TikTok. His name's Max um, Bellegia. I don't know exactly how to say his last name, but he's in the UK. He's in London. Shout out to Max. Shout out, yeah, we've already, we're already giving shout outs. Look at us. Um, but yeah, he, <laughs> he is just, he just loves being an adult and he really inspires me because he'll just be like, I woke up today and I decided I wanted some sush. So I went to the shop and I got me some sush for breakfast, which he means sushi, but he just gets so excited. And it's so true. It's really about those little things that 
You can make yeah. your own decisions as an adult. I, but you know what? Even like there's other things I think that tell us that we're an adult. Like one of my like newer flatmates, she moved in and she's got like a Dyson Hoover and it is like the best thing ever. Yes, and I, like, they're I'm my favorite. So excited and like I'm just like, when did I get excited about cleaning? Products? I had one. Or like when I it. when I like clean the house and like everything is nice and clean, I get like, yeah. so excited and happy and I'm like, I, I don't know what happened to me. I used to be the biggest grub. Me <laughs> too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing as well is like, I think a big turning point to knowing when you're an adult is like enjoying spending time with your family. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I mean, of course, I'm overseas. I'm not really, you know, um, near them. But I was back in Australia last year for a little bit of time and actually spending time with my family. I did enjoy it. And I think that's a real sign and a turning point in, you know, yeah. realizing that you're older and you're an adult. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you think there was anything that like happened to you that like you went, oh my god, I'm actually a grown up? Uh, oh, there's probably a few things, but I think for me it was when I moved out and I had to kind of make dinner every night. And and this is like a bit of a personal thing, but like I never thought that I could be um, like a you know kind of homebody person like that because I'm I'm always very career orientated I never really saw myself as like you know a housewife kind of yeah like I don't want to say it but it's just like staying home and cooking and cleaning but and that's why I think everything in your life happens for a reason because when I I was in a relationship at the time and when I did kind of be for not forced but like you're forced to grow up when I moved out and then I was cooking and I was cleaning and I kind of realized like hey, I can actually do this and I'm actually bloody good at it. And I, and yeah, I just didn't expect that. So especially like as somebody who is just focused on her career so much, like I just never saw myself as being a homebody like that. But yeah, I think that was definitely a turning point for me. But yeah, what about you? Yours was like when you moved out to London. I think like... Still, there's still things that happen, like, all the time that I'm like, oh, shit, you are an adult. You can make that decision, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think even, like, as well, sometimes, like, I have my friends will come to me and ask me for, like, advice on, like, getting stains out of their washing or, like, hemming their skirts for them and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the adult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on to our I next I think we could question. continue this question forever. I we think, literally but, um, could. Yeah. But I think all the, all the questions kind of link into each other so yeah the next question was what are we expected to know as adults so I think there's there's a lot of things that you don't you don't know and then you're just put into this world and you're like oh I had no idea um I think like it's the responsibilities like nobody really sits you down and goes here's what you need to be responsible for Mm, like this is how you adult nobody tells you that and basically this is why we have the podcast so we can kind of help you guys with how to adult not that we really know but you know we're all helping each other I think yeah I definitely think like things to do with like bills and like things at home unless you were like kind of like brought up to you know to how to do these things a lot of them you're just kind of expected to know yeah when I you first got a car uh, and I did get a car quite late but there was so many costs that I was like what like I've got to service it this often I think you service it pretty much like every six months or so and you know it's actually it's a big cost and then you know you've got to pay CTP and like insurance and yeah. pink slip when your car gets to a certain age which is weird because I haven't ever paid a pink slip before paid for a pink slip but my car isn't brand new, so I feel like I should have done that, but I haven't. Nobody's told me to. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just crazy. Definitely. I think even like when I like moved to the UK and stuff, it was like I'm expected to know like how to pay rent, how to pay my bills. Mm. I'm expected to know, you know, like how to get around those kinds of things. Even like yeah. job wise, you're expected to know like all these different like how to get a job like where to look yeah um and you're meant yeah, to know I what you want other, to do for the rest of your life like when yeah, you I think that's after the other school thing. like and i think there's like a statistic of like millennials change careers 
like on average three times in their lives. Yeah, I've heard that one, um, yeah. And like, I mean, I've had quite a few different career changes, like, you know, up to 27. I've had a few different career changes and who's to know, like, I don't know whether I'll, you know, still be being a teacher in the next 10 years, but that's <laughs> yeah. something that... It's just yeah. crazy some of the things that you're... And, and I think it comes from expectations as well. Like certain families and certain demographics, et cetera, would expect you to do certain things. Like they'll expect you to go to uni, then they'll expect you to get a partner, get married, have kids, buy a house and all that. But really, like these aren't, there's no rules. There's literally no rules. We don't, we don't really have exactly. to do all these and I things. Think- that was definitely something that I, like a life lesson that I learned moving to London, um, coming from like where we come from in Sydney. Um, everyone's like getting married, buying houses, like having babies. Mm, and a lot. moving here, all my friends are single, you know, enjoy life, go out, party, travel. They're not in um, a rush. Enjoy not in a rush to do anything and like I've even yeah. met like a few of my friends that are saying you know that they never want to get married and I remember the first time that I met someone that said that and I was like what you don't want to get married like I just thought that was just a normal thing or normal part of yeah. life everyone gets married yeah um, but yeah you know I think that's just something something that you learn along the way is just that your life is your life and it's just different you can do it however you can do it however you like yeah um Definitely. I think health comes into it as well was the other thing. Like um, things like sexual health, you're expected to know these things about sexual health. You're expected to know, you know, being a woman to go and Mm. have like a smear test every Mm. year. Yeah. I mean, luckily over here, they do send you actually a letter in the mail. I don't know how they do it in Australia. I can't remember. But here you get a letter in the mail that just says like... They do, but I think you've got to get your first one. Oh, maybe they do a similar thing. But yeah, even even just health-wise in general, I think a lot of people grow up and they think that they are just going to do things how their parents did things. Um, you know, what their parents ate, what their parents did for work, not necessarily what they did for work, but the type of businesses or the type of work that they were into. Um, when there's actually so much out there, And once you realize that you don't need to follow any kind of structure, you know, you can, you can choose what you eat. You can choose things like looking after your mental health. You need to be responsible for that as well. I think that's a big one. Um, But there's just so much choice out there, really. Yeah, I definitely think that, um, yeah, there's a lot of, I think the big turning point in, in being an adult is just realizing that you are independent. Yeah. Um, and I think that might have been something that in the beginning I kind of struggled with personally. I definitely think um, people either just, struggle with it or they thrive. There's two sides I of that. I think I did thrive eventually, but I think I did initially struggle because I would always be like calling family for like advice. Yeah. And now I'm kind of comfortable with myself and like making these choices and, you know, knowing. Yeah. And that's actually, you bring up a good point. Like, you actually bring up a good point. Um, Sometimes, like they say, you know, when you're young, your parents know what's best and all that. But and like as much as I love my parents, they don't necessarily know what's best 100% of the time, especially if it's got to do with something that they don't know about, like, you know, I don't know, just a random thing like social media or just that was the first thing that popped up into my head. Um, like, I think I remember there was something on social media and there was a guy that I knew and I comment, I commented on his comment. So I replied to his comment and I was being a bit like narky, like, because he was being narky to my comment. And my mum called me and she started going off at me saying, delete your comment. Like, you know, people can see you. You're meant to be a professional, this and that. And I'm like, mum, for one, it's a guy that I know. And for two, it's social media. There's like billions of people on here nobody's gonna see my comment and be like oh I'm not gonna work with that person because she just got angry at somebody or even I didn't even get angry at him all I was doing was justifying what I said so (laughs) sometimes your parents don't know what's best 100% of the time but I think you just need to yeah 100% just be be individual yeah 
Yeah. But moving on to the third question, um, what have our parents done or told us to do that we never really understood until now or maybe we still don't understand? Oh, my I God, this there's so many. I think something that annoys me about, like, my parents, they would often on days off just, like, force us to wake up early and just start doing stuff that we didn't need to do. And now I know that if I've got a day off, and I want to sleep in, if I need a sleep in, then I will do that because I have nothing else to do. Or, you know, if I need a sleep in or whatever, whatever the reasoning, reasoning is. Um, but parents just don't understand that, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think, like, um, I think, like, a big one for me was, like, and I'm sure you will agree, was, like, when you were young and you'd be in the car. And I still don't know what that light does to your parents when they're driving. Oh, they go on and on about keeping the it light It does off. nothing. Because because they're going to have an accident or they're going to get arrested or who knows yeah. what they're going on about. Still, they can't give me a straight answer about it. But they, I'm still not allowed to have that light on the car while my dad's driving. I've driven no with idea. that light on. Not just on, but, like, if I need to get something, I'll just turn it on. I feel like I don't go blind, but they act as if they completely go blind and they can't see the road ahead. Yeah. Like... I have no idea. When you put on the light on inside the car. Um, Yeah. I think the other thing that, like, I... Another thing I never understood until, like, probably the last couple of years was, like, as a child... My mum would never let me make her breakfast in bed. It'd be like mm. Mother's Day or her birthday, and I'd be like, Can I make you some toast? And she was always like, no, no, crumbs in the bed. Yeah. And then, do you know what? I just, as force of habit, never ate in my room. Until probably about a year ago, I got a little bit drunk and had some caramel popcorn in bed, but fell asleep and woke up with the bed covered in like sticky popcorn and I oh swore my that I'd never eat in my room again. That's so bad. So okay. thanks for that, mum. I actually, do understand now. It's actually funny that you mentioned that because I hate like here when my family bring food up to their room, like my sister, but I have done it on occasion, like very, very rare occasions, but it's only because I fully trust myself to not leave a crumb. I don't do it often, but just if I really, really want to. You don't to, trust them to not leave a crumb? No, because I feel like I know how annoying it is, but they probably don't. They just like, they're just going for it. They're just eating in bed. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those interesting What does it matter ones. if it's not your room? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, next question we had was, when should you foot the bill? So this is a big question and I think it's got to do with, you know, it's got a lot to do with different things for different demographics, different family types, different, uh, you know, backgrounds. But when should you start paying for things? Now, I, I'm under the impression, like my kind of personal rule is if a child has a part-time job, even while they're at school, then they should be paying for their phone bill. That's just my, I think when, if I ever have children, that would be my rule. If you have a part-time job, even if you're at school, phone bill is your responsibility. If you don't, I will, I will help out with that. Um, But yeah, then there's the whole like, you know, board, if people are paying board, are they paying rent to stay at your house? And I think for me personally, um, I... While I was studying, um, I think there was like a year while I was studying that I wasn't working. I was just like kind of struggling to find a part-time job for a while. Yeah. Um, but while I was studying, um, I had a part-time job, so I paid for like a few things. Occasionally, my parents gave me like, you know, $20, $50 here or there. Yeah. Um, but once I finished studying and I got a job, like a proper job full-time, then it was, you know, all on me. And not to mm. say that... I never relied on my parents. Like, occasionally I would, like, borrow some money, but I would always pay them back. Yeah. Whatever I owed them. Yeah, that's um, a good way to be. That, that was something... I think that was something that they kind of instilled in me anyway, was that, you know... Um, You've got to pay your own way always, at the end of the day. And it always feels better for you to pay things. And when you yeah. pay them back, you kind of feel a bit better in yourself. I mean, you might be, like, you know, a bit short of cash, but you always feel better that you earned that kind yeah. of thing. Well, um like I've had and I think it, that it kind of re- when you reach an age as well, you should like stop asking for money. I mean, yeah. I don't really ask for. I mean, I can't remember the last time I asked my parents for money. Um, but 
Yeah. Well, I don't I've, know. That's just, that's just my opinion. Literally since year seven, I've had multiple jobs ever since I was in year seven, even though technically that's like illegal, but I was working for my stepmom at the time. So I, I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't be saying that. But anyways, um, <laughs> delete that. <laughs> um, yes, I've always – and you know what? I've actually – I don't even think I've ever asked – my parents for money because I was just like every my life I just feel like I've always kind of and I think it was hard like my parents were also like separated and yeah yeah so but I like I said I do think that when you spend your own money you always feel better about it because you're like I earned that I mean yeah. I don't I don't know about everyone but that's it makes me feel yeah, that, and you're you know, prioritizing what you want. You're saying that yes, I want this, so I'm going to put my money that I earn towards this. Exactly. And in exactly. in terms of like board and rent, I think that just depends on the family situation. But I feel like if you know you've reached an age, if you're still living at home and you're working maybe full time, and your parents are still paying off a mortgage or they're paying rent then I feel like that would probably be a good um, And it's good to chip in to in some ways. Even if you're not, like, paying, like, board or rent, like, yeah. buying groceries or, like, mm. you know, doing your part to earn your keep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it gets to a point in life where you need to kind of step up and even if you are at home, it's still the... Yeah. Well, I remember I, I got to a certain age and I had to start paying for my like if I wanted to go dancing which I've been dancing since I was three years old uh, but I got to a certain age I don't remember exactly what age it was but if I wanted to continue doing that then I would have had to pay for it myself and yeah I remember dancing as well it was like quite yeah. expensive like yeah. dance classes were not oh so expensive were not cheap don't get your kids into dancing so, I'm telling you now I will not I will not <laughs> I just wouldn't start. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> once you can start, I'm so you can't glad stop. that my parents paid for mine and I didn't have to pay for it. Cause yeah, but then I actually did so cut down a bit because, you know, I really yeah. realised the price and I was prioritising different things. But, um, yeah, so I guess that's a, one of those things that you've yeah. got to start paying for. Yeah. But, um, all right, what about what else? Question five. Yeah, what, what else? What did our parents do to prepare us for the real world? Yeah. I think there's well there's a lot of things I think a lot of it does come down to values and morals Mm -hmm. when you're there is like a little saying and it's like oh I think up until when you're seven years old so seven and under is when your brain gets shaped to think a certain way and it's hard to change your brain after that I don't know the exact um statistic or whatever what it is but it's something like that yeah I think for us we kind of had similar things I think for being related but also having like that Italian Australian family background where like Mm. especially like you know my dad and your mum like that side of the family um they had like a very you know Italian approach to everything and it was it was about working hard yeah and a lot of it did come down to like you know a work ethic like my dad I don't think has ever had a sick day in his life Mm. I've only had them when I've genuinely been sick I I Um, haven't had any either I'm which is not really a good thing because I've been so guilty to take a day off I've been sick and gone to work and I'm I feel like I don't want to do that anymore because it's just not it's just I've literally killed myself over certain you know jobs just because I'm focusing on that but um I think you you used to get pocket money didn't you well not very much I had like particular chores so for me I needed to set the table for dinner um unpack the dishwasher and fold all the clothes um and my sister would pack the dishwasher unset the table hang the washing and then on you know on the weekends like we would take turns someone would sweep someone would mop someone would hoover you know that kind of thing yeah um and I would get five dollars a fortnight and my oh sister my because she was older, would get ten dollars a fortnight um which if you that's count crazy. that in pounds that's about five pounds a month um that's crazy and 
half the time we wouldn't actually get it. My mum would just give it to us if she had cash in her wallet. Um, but that money we also had to use to bank. We had to go and put it into the bank and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it did teach us, um, you know, budgeting as Ooh. well, was, which was the other thing that I was going to get to is that, you know, yeah. my that was another way of my parents um, teaching me about, like, the real world was my, my mum has taught me a lot about budgeting and opening separate bank accounts and, you know, mm. using them for different things and depositing and it really has been a huge help. That's um, awesome. I think my – so I didn't get pocket money, like, at all. But I did have – I was a very, you know, expensive child with all the dancing and things that I did. So that was – you know, I didn't expect pocket money, let's be real. Um, and I didn't really have time to do so social things. And I wasn't – my parents were a bit more strict than Jay, Jamie's were. So. Mm. So I wasn't really allowed to do a lot of things. But one thing that I'm yeah. super grateful for, which I I did as a child from the age of two onwards, uh, my parents put me in a lot of uh, acting work. And to be honest, like I actually grew, you know, grew uh, money from the acting work that I literally did when I was two onwards. Um, and that's just been, you know, sitting in an account where it's just... You grew money. <laughs> literally I just grew money and that's something saved. That you saved money no no but it actually grow like it grows because you've got um like interest and things like that so interest yeah, yeah so I think that's something that I'm really yeah. really grateful yeah, for so that good. my parent like my parents prepared me for that we can still go back and watch oh um, god good memories of Look at the cute ones when I was like really the face little. of McDonald's in the UK at one point. Yeah. Do you guys remember me over there? Like, <laughs> I he was like McDonald's, Kodak. Or if anyone is backyard really keen, science, um, go oh, onto YouTube and watch Backyard Science. <laughs> Kat and her brother Jacob. I was even did on a um, great job. Um, what was it? Is it Blue Healers? Is that what it's called? Yes, I think. Yeah, that was when I, I was really so. little. I think that was when so I was a baby. Like doctors or something. I yeah. Show. There's there's so many that I don't even remember. And, like, there was a lot that were, like, overseas. And, and I was, like, a hand yeah. model at one point. Like, just my hands. I'm, like... I did a little bit of, like, extras work my hands and stuff. That good? Never, never the extent of what you did. But, like, I did a little bit of, you know, this and that. And mm. It's great. And you know what? It teaches you so much. Honestly, it teaches you discipline. Um, I was always such a happy kid to do that. I loved it and I still do love it. You know what? That does remind me as well that like the biggest thing that I think I learned from my parents was all about like never putting other people out. Mm. When you're with people, you know, always making sure that you're not being a burden or a hassle on anyone. Yeah, yeah. My parents were like, don't touch anything. Don't ask for anything. (laughs) Don't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if somebody's asking you if you want something, if it's going to cost them, if they have to do something, like if, you know, it's going to be a lot of work for them to make you food, for example, or something yeah. at someone's house, then like just say no. Yeah. Um, definitely was. And I think, you know, being a teacher myself, I think that's something these days that a lot oh, of children still need to Kids are so learn. different. Kids are so different these days, honestly. I was, I was such a different child to like the children that I see at schools these days like oh it's crazy definitely um shall we move on to the next question let's do it what have we got what do we not yet know how to do as adults oh my gosh this is this one is a big one yeah okay so the first one is actually relate to cars (laughs) literally I think there's one that I'm kind of embarrassed to admit but um I only just got my first e-tag, which is like a toll tag that's mine that I'm paying for this year. And it's a, it's a long story. I was just, because I was in, you know, a long-term relationship. And when I got my car, my partner was just like, had an extra e-tag. And he was just like, oh yeah, use this e-tag. And, um, and the funny thing is, is that she was still using it after they broke up. <laughs> no, not for that long. It was only because I needed a new one. and I Like a couple of months. <laughs> didn't want him to know where I was going actually but um but I like I and that's the thing like I'm such an independent person that's why I'm so embarrassed to admit that because yeah and it's just one of those things that you know when if somebody puts in like an e-tag in your thing it's not 
first top of your mind that you're going to go, oh, I need to get my own e-tag because anyway, it's just like a thing. But um, when you're in a long-term relationship, six-year relationship, you just don't think about things like that. But um, yeah, now changing. I think for me, it's like changing a tire, jump-starting a car. I had to have people change my tires for me like in the past. I mean, I don't drive here in the UK. And don't you reckon every time you need a tire change, the person that's changing it for you tries to teach you how to do it, but I'm like, I don't give a crap. I am not listening. Like, I I know that's such a bad attitude, but like, like I get the point. Like, you can just take the nuts off or the bolts, whatever, (laughs) and then just put the old. But I just feel like, when am I ever going to be in a situation, really? I don't even think that I have, like, long enough arms to hold a tyre to put it on the car. Like, like surely I'm going to be close Have enough, I got enough strength to pick it up? Like, I don't even know if, I don't I can, even know if I could. We're literally, I'm five foot, and I think you're five foot I'm two. Five one. Five, five one. foot one. So we're short. Like, come on, we don't yeah. want to... <laughs> okay, I sound like a princess. What about, now, like, this but... one, You, I think you know both of these, but I yeah. don't. I don't know how to parallel park. I did parallel, reverse parallel for my like driving test all those years ago. Um, but I, I did it for so, the test. So do you mean parallel park as in like park on the curb? Or do you mean like reverse yeah, park? Yeah, like curbside parking. Like cur- curbside park. No, like I can drive into a spot, but I can't like reverse parallel park properly. I love that. that like, I love doing I that. Know, I, I don't know be, how to do it. I Because I feel like I can get Unless so it's, close. Unless like a big gap and then I can like, like edge. I'm like, it'll take me like you know, like five goes to get it kind of, you know. And then the other thing I think is another one that you definitely know how to do that I actually have no idea. Yeah. Um, is to drive a manual. <laughs> now, I have a story about this that you guys might laugh about. So I do know how to drive a manual, but it's just not my, like, like favourite thing to do. I'd rather just drive an auto. I've, I've, I have driven long distance with manual as well, so I'm, I'm fine with it, but I just don't feel as comfortable. But it was a night out right and I think me and my ex were there and then my dad and my brother and my sister were there so we had like two cars between us and I think my partner at the time started drinking and he had a manual and like I wasn't really comfortable driving his car home from the party to to our place but so I asked my dad, I was like, dad, can you just take his car home and I'll just take yours because yours is auto. My dad like flat out said no. He's like, no, you're not. And then he literally forced me to drive this manual car all the way home and it was fine. But it was just, it's one of those things that doesn't yet come naturally to me because I haven't done it often enough. Like I didn't even, I don't think I even stalled it or anything, but it's just the fact that I just. I'm not super confident with it. And I was like, and that was one of those moments that it's like, you know, your parents just like force you to grow up. They're like, no, this, this was your responsibility. He drank. You've got to just do it. Well, I mean, for me, I am like self-diagnosed dyspraxic. So basically I just, I have good sense of direction, but I have like zero coordination. And I think like growing <laughs> up and doing a lot of dance classes really helped me like overcome that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have like very, very bad coordination. Yeah. It took me a long time to get my driver's license. And mm. even then with an auto, like, I mean. She's not the best yeah, driver, I'm telling you. No. You should see her car. You should see her car. People would be like, People will be like, how the hell did you do that to the hubcap? And I have no answer because I don't I don't actually know. Isn't um, the hubcap just the cap that you put on the wheel thing? Do you have is on, that damaged? Yeah, on the tire. Have you seen it? It's like dented in but also out with like a random scratch and everyone like nobody understands. She has like the weirdest like scratches on her car and like dents and I'm like, mm-hmm. why is your car so battered? Like <laughs> imagine me driving a manual. Like, I can't drive an auto. I mean, to be fair, actually, like, I was so worried last year. So last year I went back to Australia for a bit. I was so worried about getting behind the wheel again because I hadn't driven in, like, over two years. Yeah. But I did it. And you know what? I I was a better driver. I think I'm just, like, a very cautious driver. Yeah, and I think when your anxiety is high, that 
impacts your driving too. So I think if because we were in lockdown Definitely. when you came. Were we in lockdown or we were not in lockdown yet? Uh, just before the lockdown, I think. I mean, I was here like at the end of 2019 and then I went back to the UK and then I came, I think, February 2020. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Yeah. But, um, um, but off the topic of cars, another thing I think that I still don't know how to do. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever need to know this, but I can't mm. do it anyway. And that's like tying a tie. Okay. So tying a tie is one of those things that like I do know how to do. And because I work in schools as well and there'll be like a kid that you know needs his tie done and I'll always be the first one to be like I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it and then I go to do it and I'm like am I like you guys are putting me under pressure because I feel like I can't do and then I will like stop it up the first time but then like I'll just keep going and then I'll end up getting it but I think it's just the pressure of like everyone being like nobody knows how to do a tie can cat can you do it you do you know what I mean I mean, I think for me, it's just like I've never had to do it. So yeah, I've never really had to do it, it either. I haven't needed to do it. I don't know. I just—it is yeah. just something that you learn as you go. But and did you get a new phone? Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. Like, I never remember how setting up my phone, and like, I never actually remember how to do it. And I think I kind of just wing it every but time. But what do you need to know um, to do? I like though? set it up as like I set it up a new phone and just like transfer my contacts one by one because i don't know how to like, back it up and like i have yeah. no idea well, I, think I also the, have no idea how like icloud works yeah i think so, the issue is with you know, icloud because after you've hit the certain amount of storage then you've got to pay each month for storage when like it's fine if you want that as your backup thing but i'm the kind of i'm a bit old school that i like my backups on a hard drive you know i like yeah, i like them like that rather than in the cloud so. I'm just really bad with any kind of technology, to be honest. Like, I'm not good with any technology. I hope you're recording like, this podcast. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've pressed record. Um, God. No, I'm honestly, I'm so... Do you know what I did once, actually? I still remember this. This was a little while ago, a few years ago. I got a new phone. And this was when they first came out with, like, the six-digit pins. You know, you can do, like, a six-digit mm. pin instead of, like... Or, like I think an you can still do pin, that. Whatever it is on, like, yeah. an iPhone. Yeah, well, you can, but it was the first time that it came out. And I was like, cool, I'm going to pick a six-digit pin. As soon as I picked it, I forgot it. Oh, my God. And I was like, shit, what do I do? So then I, like, I remember, like, posting on social media. And, like, everyone was, like, messaging me. But nobody was helping me. They were all just messaging me to laugh at me. Um, and then eventually I just had to, like... I think someone did it for me. Again, I didn't know how, like, a friend of mine went onto my iCloud and then re- restored my phone like, through the cloud. Um, but, yeah, like, it it's was, just... like, within 10 seconds of me creating this pin that I forgot what it was. Well, I'm so having this dated. same issue with, like, an email that I've created recently. And I think I did pick one of those random passwords, but it didn't save it to the keychain. And I'm having this big thing with Microsoft that they won't. Anyways, passwords are just a hassle. They honestly are such a hassle. There's so many passwords, like for everything. Do you know what? I don't know if anyone in the UK can relate. Um, but when I first moved here, like the teaching agency that I first joined um, put me through to join HSBC Bank. Yeah. And they are probably the worst bank that I mean, I'm still with them. We've got them here, don't we? Them. Pretty sure we've got them here. But they, I have probably, but I've got like 50 million passwords, like so many. There's like a different phone password. There's a different like, you know, uh, like NetBank an, bank like password. A, then if I want to get on the a voice like password if I get on the computer, yeah, there's yeah, there's a voice password. Then there's like a pin. Then they want you to type a password. I have a password for my net banking on my phone. And then to get onto the computer, I need to put in like a memorable answer and a key on my phone and enter all these numbers onto the computer. Like it is just a nightmare. And That's like, crazy. do you know? Like I've just stopped using the card as well. So like. I have another bank card that I use and whenever I want to spend money, I transfer it from HSBC to the other bank. Yeah. Because I don't remember my pin. I don't remember my, my card pin. That's and like crazy. Yeah, it's just a bit of a nightmare. What about like uh, the, whole, anyways, the whole voting thing? That's a big one because you're kind of I just told you've like, got to enroll yeah. to vote and then it's like... I was automatically enrolled in Australia. I never enrolled myself. I just got a letter to say that I was enrolled. Really? And like, yeah, it was so weird. Like I never actually enrolled, like hmm. it was weird. But also I feel like 
in the UK, for some reason, people are more clued on to what is going on with politics. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of Australians actually have no idea and they yeah. don't really care. Yeah. Whereas everyone here seems to know who they vote for and why they're voting for them and what But I also does. think sometimes here people are always like, you know, you've got to always vote Liberal or always vote Labor because this and this and this and this. But you've got to actually listen to their... Like, that's such an old-school mentality of voting. Like, you actually have to listen to their policies that they're putting through and what they want to focus their, their money on because it doesn't matter what, you know, Jack Frost was... Who's that? I don't even know. It doesn't matter what Jim Beam was doing in like the 1800s, not 1800s, but you know what I mean, like a long time ago. And, you know, that was like, for example, we had John Howard for ages and he was part of the Labour Party, I'm pretty sure. I I should know this. But, you know, and then everyone's like, oh, always vote Labour, whatever. But we have different people and different people doing different things. So you can't just base it off that old school mentality. Yeah, I definitely think, like, here, people people understand a lot more about, like, who they... I think people know how to vote in Australia, but I, I feel like that should definitely be something that people are educated um, a bit more with. And maybe, like, once we educate ourselves, that might be, like, a topic that we can, like, kind of cover yeah. um, on unfiltered adulting as well. Definitely. Uh, what about writing a CV and getting a job? Oh. Oh. That's a... I feel like they teach you a little bit of that at uni, but, like... They do. Not, like... But not, not like, like a lot and yeah yeah it's just so saturated some like most uh industries are just so saturated so it can be hard to like even if you are really suited to the job um yeah and I feel like my CV like for what like for example where I'm working now it didn't really matter because I was kind of working there through an agency at first and then they were just like you know what we mm. like you like we'll keep you kind of thing but I feel like as a um, teacher it's not as you know like once you've got you know you can start casual teaching somewhere and then they kind of get to know you that way rather than just applying for a permanent position or a semi-permanent position definitely. and yeah definitely yeah i think one of the biggest things as well um is dating this is the big thing that people don't like to talk about too much um but i definitely think it is a huge thing that i don't even know if i'm doing it right i've been single for nine years um, okay maybe you're not doing it right right. (laughs) maybe i am not doing it right i mean i have many a story you do um, actually experience mm. um well okay so i'm just I'm sure as time goes on you'll find um, out we'll find out you guys will find out um but it is definitely something people don't tell you how to do it i don't know if there is like a right way to do it so i've i was in my long-term relationship for six years and i got into that relationship when i was 19 so i didn't do much dating before that um and I think I've been, it's been almost a year that I've been single now. Um, and I have done a little bit, but oh, it's just, is it worth it? <laughs> is it bloody worth it? I think I just, mean, you've only been single for less than a year, so. Almost a year. Almost I, a year. It's just, um, yeah. It's definitely, I'm in lockdown at the moment, though. It's going to be a topic that we cover. Um, I think our next podcast our next episode i think maybe um, episode we'll three we might be talking dating. about yeah yeah something like that so um you know keep an ear out for that i'm not going to say any more yeah because um, i think people would yeah. enjoy that topic but um yeah, definitely it's a wild wild world out, world out there in the single world <laughs> yeah and also i feel um, like i think like some things um you know, what do we not yet know how to do as adults? So, you know, how much rice or pasta to cook? <laughs> that is one that I'm always asking myself. And it's like, like, do you make... I think I've kind of mastered the pasta thing. Like, yeah. I can kind of do it by eye. But then but the like, rice thing, I still have no idea. Do you make enough for, like, today and tomorrow if you're just cooking for yourself? Or do you just make enough for today? Or it's just... Yeah. That's not my issue. My issue is how much is enough for today. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm either cooking for the entire nation or, like, half a meal. 
oh, isn't it disappointing when you make something and you think it's going to be fine and it's such a small portion and then you're like, I'm still so hungry and I just spent all that time cooking That's it. That's the Italian coming out that I'm always like, I'm going to make extra and then I just end up eating extra and I'm, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, well, let's move on to the next question because we could talk about this Literally. Uh, what, uh, what have we learnt about being adults that we had no idea were even a thing? Oh, okay. So the first one that I wanted to mention, which we did cover a little bit before, but like just the costs associated with having a car and like, cause I've got personalized number plates as well. So that costs me extra each year and like, yeah, it's just, it's not too bad. Like it's, you, you're paying for what you're getting. Like it's fine. But I think the cost, yeah. the cost associated with anything, like living out of home, I don't know, mm. I mean, for you it might have been a little bit different because you were living with your ex and stuff. Yeah. Um, but for me, like moving to the UK between like rent and you're like, yeah, sure, rent is this price, that's all right. And then it's like, oh yeah, but now I have to pay bills. Okay, and then I've got to yeah. pay for like a phone and then you want to go out on the weekends and then like, you know, like travel expenses. Well, this was another like little thing that like, I moved um, around April and where I used to live, I could get a bus or oh, it was two buses for me to get to work. And it cost me £1.50 for the whole like journey to work and £1.50 yeah. in the afternoon. So it was £3 travel each day. And I've like recently moved and where I am now, I need to get the overground like train, the underground and then a bus. Oh my gosh. So I needed to get like a travel card, which means that like, I think I pay like 140 pounds a month or something ridiculous like that. Mm, yeah. So like just those kinds of things like throughout life that I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The expense of beauty is the other thing. Yeah. Like hair, nails, waxing, laser. I feel like I'm pretty like low maintenance in terms of that stuff, but even just like when, like you said, the cost of moving out, like those things that you have to pay for that you don't like really want to pay for, <laughs> like for example, just like little things like, you know, supplements and you're just yep. like, oh, why? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Come on, by this. Definitely. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe because, like, I live, like, in, like, central London. But I just find even to get a haircut, like, just, I just wanted to trim. Mm. And the, like, the pretty much the lowest you'll pay at any given hairdresser around to where I live is, like, 65 pounds. Just for a cut. That's like, crazy. Because that's a lot. Yeah. In, like, it it's is pretty it much, is. like, double AUD. Like, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That's crazy. It's expensive. And even like nails to get my nails done. I mean, at the moment I'm not, I'm just kind of doing them myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not cheap. Um, and I'm, look, I'm not high. I definitely wouldn't say I'm high maintenance. I'm not one of these girls that like goes and gets spray tans or gets eyelash extensions. Yeah. I don't yeah. get Botox. I don't get lip filler. Like I don't do any of that. It's mm. for me, it's just like hair, nails. And yeah, it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. But, um. You know, you learn to live with it because you kind of just make those sacrifices. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else that you learned about being an adult, Kat? Um, I, I am quite a minimalist, actually. Like, I really don't like accumulating stuff. And... You used to accumulate yeah. everything. Yeah, like, when I was little, I did... Um, and I love, I do love keeping things for memories, but for example, I went to my mum's house the other day and I went through all my clothes that were there and I pretty much just chucked majority of it out. I, I've, I've actually, I have actually changed. Like my mentality is so different now. Um, yep. you know, like my, if you go into my room, everything's white. I've only just recently added a few pillows in there that are, colored they're lightly colored like one's gray mm -hmm. another one's white and then another one's a light pink so it's still quite light but um and I, I just I actually really love being like that to be honest like I just don't feel yeah. like I need a lot of stuff to you know feel whole feel complete I guess yeah 
definitely yeah and i I agree like i think i'm like i don't go out and buy as many things and i've kind of gone okay if i want to buy this will i wear it where will i wear it what can i get rid of in Mm. order to to buy it yeah yeah i think the other thing for me as well is like i kind of learned to be selfish yeah and that is the so fact true. that it's okay to be selfish and to not feel guilty about doing things because I want to do them. And like, so many people you know, are selfish these days. And, you know, some of it's, like, not a bad thing. Um, as long as you're not harming anyone, I think. Yeah. Then it's, and as long, I think, you know, like, I think just be, be honest. Selfish. I think it's all about honesty. Like, if, for example, if you're – and I am so honest. That's a big trait of mine. And if I'm meant to be hanging out with someone and, you know, I'm having an off day or I might get home late and I'm not going to make it or whatever it is, I will just be completely honest with the person and tell them the reason. I'm not the kind of person that will make up some elaborate thing. I'll just be honest. And that's kind of how I expect people to treat me as well. Because I'm I'm such a laid back person that nothing really that you can say say to me is going to unless you know people just being rude and choosing people over you and unless there's a reason like you know I've got to see this person because they're they're leaving the state um but I think when people do do those things to you it just it's one of those things that you just keep in the back of your mind um yeah, yeah yeah I think it is also important to mention here that like people like staying home longer which I you know didn't really realize was a thing um yeah and I actually it's so expensive yeah I mean I I did some research and it actually found that the average age in the UK for males moving out of home the average age is 25 and for females it's 24 which I thought would have been a bit younger here Mm. um but in Australia the male is 23 and females it's 24 again. So, you know, roughly the same in the UK as it is in Australia. Yeah. Except um, Australia, the men are just moving out a bit younger. That's the only difference. Like by two years younger, the females are the same. Yeah, so, but I mean, I didn't expect that of the statistics in, in all honesty. What were you expecting? Um, I mean, maybe because I'm in London and a lot of people that I, I've met around here have been younger when they've moved out of home. Mm. I was expecting like a younger you know um yeah result from the UK. but i feel like the uk is so big as well it's probably because you're in you know the city in London, yeah. and i feel like also exactly. if you're in the city of sydney is it would be a similar thing like there would be tons of really young people that have moved there and i think definitely like demographics like from from where we're from in sydney i feel like it is like very suburban and it is very like the a lot of italian you know a lot of italians around and a lot of that culture of don't mm. move out until you're married kind of thing. Just stay yeah. home, save money. You know, like we've both got siblings that are around our age who are staying at home and, you know, until they've got enough money to get married or like and buy, buy a house, house kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like Kat's brother and my sister, it's it's this, it's there at home, but both of them, actually both of them are probably going to move out like, you know, within the next 18 months. Yeah, probably. Um, because they're at that stage of their lives and that's just that's just how it is yeah. in Australia. Yeah, and I think if if I was to say, I mean, before I moved to the UK, I remember saying to my dad, I'm either going to move to London or I'll move out. And yeah. my dad was like, why would you move? Like, why would you move out? Just stay here and save your Oh, money there's so many house. reasons. Like, I just don't want to be here. <laughs> that is a whole other podcast. <laughs> Literally, that is another podcast. But... We, we love our families, yeah, but I think definitely, definitely. when it's, especially for my situation where I've moved out and now I've come back into the family home, it's a bit like, oh. It's a bit trickier. It is tricky because I've had. Trust me, I like, I, I was back there for, you know, a good, almost six months last year. And I was, yeah. Like I've had I that. Missed them, missed them so much. I was so ready to go. Yeah, and it's like I know what I know that I'm the kind of person that needs to be an individual. I need to just do my own thing, and I have much better relationships with my family as well when I am not living with them. So I think that's probably yeah, similar definitely. to a lot of people. But um, I think let's wrap it up with this last question, which is, mm-hmm. what advice would you give? to your younger self this is a good one so 
You know what? There actually isn't too much advice that I would give to my younger self. Yeah, that's I feel true. Like I, a lot of shit has happened and there's probably been a lot of things that I've been like, yeah, Jenny, yeah. you idiot. You complete <laughs> knob. But But you probably time, needed to go anything. through that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's stuff that's like made me a better person. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just don't rush to grow up. Like there's so much living to do. There's so many opportunities. There's so many things that we have not yet done. And there is so many things that we have already done that we probably didn't think that we would by this age um yeah but just don't rush things still advice for myself now is that alongside that is like stop comparing yourself and back then you know growing up and even now I find like not just me like I find you know a lot of people just kind of compare themselves to others and that is probably the worst thing that you can do because you're on your own path yeah, that's true. It can doing something you can't sit there and look at someone else and be like, "How come I'm not there?" Because you're you're in, you live a different life. Yeah, exactly. And now another thing that I think is, I started a business when I was young. I think I was like twenty three. It was two thousand and seventeen. So eighteen, nineteen, twenty one. So four years ago. Now I'm twenty six. So five, four, three, two. Well, twenty two whatever it was, uh, early 20s. And I think it is good to start a business when you're young. You know, when you get old and you've got responsibilities, you've got, you're paying your house off, you're doing this and that, starting a business yeah. is probably the last thing that you're going to be thinking of. And people always say, you know, you've got so long, you can always do whatever you want, but all these responsibilities you've got less to come lose. into the it. The younger you are, you've got less to lose. Yeah. You know, yeah. if shit happens, you just move back home with your parents or, you know, you borrow some money. and You know, like when you're older, it's always a bit tougher. Yeah, definitely. And people come and go. Yeah. I think that this is something that you were telling me. Definitely, definitely. I think that is something that I'm still, like, quite coming to terms with is the fact that how many people come into your life and then leave. That's and like crazy. you might reconnect in the future, but like you also might not. And I think me being very, very outgoing. Yeah, you're very social. Like extrovert, very social. Like it is so easy to like if you put yourself out there, you can just meet so many new people and yeah, people people just come and go. You because you're traveling on different paths, you know. Um, yeah, you're always gonna find yeah. people that you know whether it's through a workplace, social setting the grocery store, whatever it is, there's always opportunities to meet people. it's normal to lose contact with people. It's normal to, you know, not be friends with someone that you were friends with, you know, six months ago. Yeah. That is, that is actually quite normal. And people um, grow. People literally change so much as people. And, and I remember yeah. reading this something recently too, and it was saying like one sign that you, you're really like, you know, adulting, I suppose, um, was that, you know, when people leave your life, you kind of just accept it and you don't resent it and you don't wish bad on yeah. people, you don't get angry. Yeah. You just kind of accept that, you know. The chapter's over, I guess. We're not, yeah, we're, that chapter's over. We're not on the same path anymore. We're not, we don't have as much in common. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting, I think, and the big thing that I've been doing this year and I think I would have told my younger self as well is to just take everything as it comes because... You have no idea what's around the corner. Definitely. You have no idea. Yeah. Well, I think we might wrap it up there and uh, we'll be back in a minute just to chat about our findings, about what our our networks had to, to say about adulting. To see what listeners had to say. Yeah. Yeah. See you soon, guys. Yes, so we thought we'd read out your responses. So we did put this question out on our socials. So Jay, what did you word out? Personal social media, yeah. Um, So I will get mine up here. It was basically what did you wish you knew about adulting before you became an adult? Yeah, so mine basically said what is something you wish that you knew about being an adult? Yeah. And I mean, I had a variety of responses. Um, 
and I know we discussed our responses together and Kat, you had some similar things as well. Yeah. Um, one that I know that we both had was about taxes. Yeah. I had about one, two, three, four people ask, say taxes. Which actually surprised me to be surprised me to be honest because I feel like taxes are pretty straightforward. Even if you are running your own business or working for yourself, um, you kind of just have to put a certain amount away, and then the government distributes that money elsewhere. And I mean, it might be confusing yeah. that you know you've got to do a return every year, but that's only if your job has costed you or your business has costed you a certain amount. So then the government gives you a bit of money to put towards that. So I mean, in the UK, it's even simpler. If you're working for yourself, you do a tax return. Otherwise, the government kind of does it for you. And at the end of the financial year, mm. they will send you a check so that you can um, obviously claim back whatever you didn't need to pay. That's so crazy. I mean, I don't really completely understand taxes but yeah it definitely i don't think it was high up on my list but we've both had um, i had a fair saying, few people say taxes yeah yeah um i also had that everyone wakes up every day worrying if today's going to be the day that they find out about how to adult which is definitely something that i <laughs> yeah i think i wake up most days worrying about that too yeah um so i had learning to change attire I had taxes, yeah. tax return, how important money is, how to manage finances and how important it is to have a good credit score rating. So they yeah. a lot about money and finances. And I had one that's on that line as well. I had one about budgeting, um, which is definitely something that I wish I, you know, I did kind of learn later on. But I feel like budgeting isn't really, like I feel like I'm quite good at that naturally, but I don't know if that's just because I've tried to do it from a young age. But yeah, I also I think it was something that was taught to me growing up. So yeah, you know, very lucky in that retrospect. I also had, I had um yeah go go on. I had a work life balance to that's to, good. You know, finding a nice work life balance. Yeah, I had everyone is a snake, which I do see where this person is coming from. Everyone is quite self-centered when you become an adult compared to when you are a child um and it can it can hurt some things but I think that's like a bit of mindset as well if like I try and be a bit positive and yeah I try not to look at that as like a thing but you know for them if that's something you know yeah this one was a good one uni is overrated now I like I went to uni I went straight from school and I got my degree and I did all that but um you know, uni definitely does not determine your future career or your future success a hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. Oh wait. Stop. Life won't. Yeah. What was that one? Sorry. Um. Life. Life won't be happy or good 100% of the time, and that's okay. That is so true. That's definitely something. And I think, like, bouncing off that too is don't judge yourself on someone else's timeline. Yes. That's a hard – it is a hard one, not comparing yourself to others, but, yeah. I also had everyone except your family is replaceable in your life, and I think this is playing off the idea that we had earlier on in the show um, that people come and go, which is sad because you do create good bonds with certain people. But, yeah, I guess people come and go. Yeah. I also had um, you don't have to be friends with everyone. And I think growing up you're kind of told, our generation particularly, that you need to be nice to everyone, you need to be friends with everyone. And I think this is something that I teach when I'm – at work teaching yeah um is that you know what there's people in your life that you're not going to like oh my god and that's okay i have to say this as long so as you're many nice times to people as long as you're nice to people you don't have to be friends with everyone yeah i feel like dealing with children that is something that i say so often um because and kids are just mean to each other as well and i i just say to them 
in in the real world, you're going to have to work with people and deal with people that you don't like. And you need to figure out how to do that without, you know, being a mean person or not getting the job done. And yeah, I think it is a hard thing to learn for young minds, but you will have to deal with people that you don't like. Definitely. That's how it is. You don't have to be friends with them as long as you're nice. I had your attitude will change throughout the years. And this is so true. Like things that I had an idea about back then, I just, you know, my whole mentality about it is so different. So that was a good one. And you know, that's, that's definitely something that you're, you're, you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah, definitely. You're allowed to grow and develop. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And the last one that I had was traveling is a must in life, which I haven't done much traveling, but that was my plan in 2020 and I haven't done it yet, but I will do it. That when the borders are open, I am out of here. I'll still be chatting to you guys, hopefully, but yeah, traveling is important. I think I have like the one, my last one is one that takes the cake. Um, No one has it all together. That's so true, even though it does seem like... Often we sit here and we go, oh my God, like, what is my life? Mm. But you know what? No one has it all together. Mm. So true. like, even though they don't show it, everyone has, like, things that, you know... Yeah, especially on social media. Like, social media, sometimes I just hate it because everyone puts on a facade, everything's good, everything's fine, everyone's having fun, and... For example, a lot of the time when I put things up, I am actually genuinely having a good time. But then it's those times when I'm not putting anything up that, you know, I'm either just doing boring things, I'm working or I'm dealing with something or I'm sorting, you know, there's always things that are popping up yeah, here and there. Definitely. But um, definitely. I, I think, yeah, this was an interesting podcast and a good way to get us started. Obviously, this one was quite dry compared to some of the ones that we have coming up just because... Yeah, it's about adulting. I mean, we can have fun being an adult. Just a but... good place to start. <laughs> yeah, a good place to start. But next week we... I think we want to try and keep this very interactive as well. Yeah. So please get onto our Instagram page at Unfiltered Adulting Podcast. Um, we will have polls and, you know, feel free to, to send us a DM or to um, send us an email as well. Yeah. Um, because we love to have you guys interact and one we want to know what you want to hear about yeah here. and we love the, your... the stories the funny stories yeah. the cringy stories the crazy stories the unbelievable stories and ultimately this is your platform too so you guys can send those in and we can share them with everyone um definitely our next podcast um is going to be about moving out of home yeah so if you have any stories about roommates or flatmates or experiences of you moving out of home that you would like to share it with us um and the podcast all the listeners please dm us or send us an email yes you can stay anonymous if you like and it can be funny it can be good it can be bad we're just we're here for it whatever it is (laughs) Definitely. Um, but we I must say thank you to you guys because without our listeners we We wouldn't have a podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've had such a good time. We hope you guys have too. And we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. See you. Have a good week.